podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, hello, here we go, it's the Copyright Podcast. Hello everybody and welcome back to the Copyright Podcast, it's our new show that we're debuting today. A bit of a disappointing day to debut it, but so what, who gives a shit? It's our back to the match show, it's the show where we put back at the match, it's pretty much self-explanatory. I've got a beer. He's on the diet coke. Mick, Charity Shields just finished. Liverpool have just lost that game. 5-4 on pens. 1-1 on the day. <sighs> How are you feeling? I think in the last pub we were trying to build it up a bit more than it was. It's still it's still a it's all about getting fifth for the start of the season. It would have been great to win it. But we just we just didn't get didn't get going properly. We didn't we had the chances and then we just didn't put them away. And then going to pens, it's always it's always a risk, isn't it? It's, and it's fifty fifty really. But we, and it didn't go our way. Yeah, it is, mate. I mean, we said on the show preview and it didn't we with Sean that you know I, I wanted to win this trophy, especially after losing last year on penalties. I really wanted to win this trophy because like like we spoke about, we'd not won it since two thousand and six, and it would have been nice to. To lift that uh, that big breadboard, it would have been really, really nice. So the tapas ball, as a lot of people like to call it. But at the end of the day, mate, it's a trophy, and you know it's yeah. disappointing that we didn't win it. And um, I, I want to say it was a game of two halves. I mean, I might get shot down for that bullshit, but I do think it was a game of two back two halves because I thought the starting lineup was as expected. I thought we we would go along that way. You even mentioned it on the the preview show that that's how we probably would line up. Um, and you were absolutely spot on, mate. You got it um, spot on there, mate. So uh, good on you for that one. So you're one for one for the season already. So we're going to keep a tally of this going forward. So now you're going to have to predict leads. It's all downhill from here. Well, do you want to just quit now? Present record. We'll, we'll yeah. For you. Um, but yeah, mate. I mean, first half wasn't the best, was it? Um, we were quite poor. There was nothing really happening in midfield. Robertson was our most dangerous player. Um, he put, I think, he put eleven crosses in. Um, yeah. staff or something along those lines. I thought oh, the match is just finished. I'm not looking at the stats properly, like, but yeah, it was difficult first half, really, wasn't it? Yeah, it was just one of them. Like they've they've got a, a boss goal to be fair, Bamyang. I think it was 12 minutes, and that's literally their that's their game plan against any big team. Try and nick an early goal, and then just put 10, 10 men behind the ball because they're a different outfit under Arteta. I think we understand that. Yeah, if, if if you don't put the hard yards in on the training pitch and you don't do it in a match, you don't play. And obviously they threw El Nenny back in there, who actually played pretty well. Maitland Niles is a just a workhorse down that right hand side, and he he's difficult to get past. And they've got a few of those players that Arteta's got into, and and they're starting to show the worth. And fair play to them. They they done their game plan. That was that was probably their game plan from from minute one. Get a goal and let's just keep hold of it as best we can. And, and the first that's how the first half kind of rumbled on up until um, I think it was like 60 odd minutes when like Cater and um, Minamino came on and then we started we started to turn the screw a little bit then Yeah well before we come on to the second half mate I mean to sum up the first half like you've, you've just done very well there anyway um, I was very disappointed with the front three um, I thought you know there wasn't a lot of creativity between the three of them anyway if I'm going to say the most creative person probably was Manny uh, because of his work with, with Robertson down that left-hand side, but it was all the game was coming through Robbo. And, you know, you did point out on the preview show and you did point out on the on the pre-season review that Nico Williams probably would have been targeted. Um, and a lot of Arsenal's play did go down the left-hand side, our right-hand side. And it was a bit naive of the lad 
when uh, Abamyanga got the ball, to, he, he did show him in on his on his on his preferred foot. So that was disappointing. But at the end of the day, I'm not going to come down on Nico Williams like a ton of bricks, like a lot of people have already. Because at the end of the day, the lad, he's a young lad. It, it it's just a mistake. It's one of them things that happen, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, he's 19 years old, like, and it just shows how how much we miss Trent in in, in these like like final games and where we need to lift the trophy for those. Those um, extra big players make a difference, and it says a lot that we were, like you said, we were using Robertson and Mane down that left hand side because we didn't have the threat of Trent. And Neville Williams, did, he, he done okay, and um, we're not expecting fucking wonders from our Maui this early on in his in his career. It's good experience for him. It wasn't great that he showed Aubameyang on his favourite side, but it's just one of them. Like there's no need. I'm getting, getting slaughtered on, on Twitter. I've seen a couple and before I fucking closed my phone and thought, fuck that. But does, yeah, it was Obama Yang up against 19 year old Michael Williams, the most mismatch ever. Like, he's a, a lad coming into starting his career. Obama Yang's fucking season pro now, and he's, he's starting to really tear it up in the Prem, especially after last season, scoring so many goals. And yeah, it was just one of them. They, they grabbed the boss goal early on, and it, that first half, it was pretty much just, just them countering, and they, they had a few good opportunities as well. They did, mate. You're right. And again, just sticking with the Nico Williams thing. Since he's made his debut in the first team last year and the games he has played, everyone's been dead excited about him. And we were all saying that is this the moment where we can sort of bread in that natural replacement right back for Trent if Trent's going to move into midfield? As obviously that is his preferred role. I know he hasn't come out, you know, massively publicly and said it is, but we all know, being big Liverpool fans, that that is his preferred position. But we do know that's going to take a long time before that happens. At the end of the day, Trent's only 21 years of age himself, so he's going to stay right back for a long time. But I think, you know, a lot of Liverpool fans like to to push the boundary a little bit more. Well, we've got this place, so stick him in the middle and all that sort of stuff. But again, keep on Nico Williams. You know, great little uh, experience for him to start uh, a Community Shield game. Um, you know, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's a, a game that 50-50, whether people like it or not, depending on when you win or lose it. You know, Twitter's going bananas already saying, I didn't give a shit about it anyway. Well, it's not what you were saying before the game. Do you know what I mean? Everyone wanted to win it. I wanted to win it and I'm disappointed we haven't won it. I really am. I'm really gutted we've not won that game because, like I said at the beginning of the pod, I wanted to win it based on us losing last year. But, you know, I'm not holding any grudges to Nico Williams whatsoever because it's inexperienced. It is what it is. He'll, he'll deal with it. He'll look at that and he'll work on that and that'll be part of his game now and that'll be in his mind now where he goes, you know what? Every single time I go into a game now, Whoever I'm up against on that right-hand side, I'm going to see what the best foot is and I'm going to show them the line all the time. And that's what he's got to do, hasn't it? Yeah, and it's, like we said, Trent's got his two years ahead of him and his, his progress. And when Trent came in at 18, 19, we were saying the exact same thing. The players, they're going to go down the down our right and try and target Trent. And Trent's come on loops and bounds. Like, obviously, the forefront of his game was his attacking ability, but don't think he quite gets the credit he deserves for the defensive um, progress he's made. There's a lot of times where he, he's bailed us out a couple of times, like covering for, for, for Gomez like, or, or Van Dijk, running across the, to, to left-back sometimes. Um, but it's, it's just one of them things, like Necha Williams, he's, he's going he's gonna to be a great little player. He's 19 years of age. He's, he's, a fucking, he's a baby. He's got loads of development to do. And you can see he's not, he's not scared to get stuck in and get, get on the ball and try and make the thing, things happen and try and provide assists. And I think, uh, I think it was the first half where he got on the ball on the right-hand side and put a, a float to the boss, a little ball in and Milner should have scored. 
And if that if that if that goes in, we're all saying what a ball when Necker Williams and, and we're one 0 up. And I think it was before the I think that we had that chance and then they went down and scored. So if, if Milner scores that, we're all going home, Necker Williams. Like everyone's ra- ra- raving about him, but it's just those fine margins and. Then they go down the other end, and he's he's at fault for, for their goal. It's just one of them things, and he's fucking. But like I said he's a kid. He's he's gonna he's gonna learn, and these type of stages, these type of games, are the best yeah. best type of learning he can have in, at this stage in his career. Definitely, mate. you've just touched on James Milner there. Now, um, a lot of people are sort of questioning his performance. How would you sum up his performance in that game today? Who Mil- Sorry, to say Milner. Yeah. Yeah, I think he was all right. It's just. Like I said, they were just like they were just like very, very, very deep after the goal. So it's hard to to make to make stuff happen. And you, like I did want, I probably wanted Naby Keita to come on a bit earlier and Minamino just because we need those players just that we're going to try things and get in that final third and make the decisive passes. But I think Millie, yeah, he, he done well. He kept us kept us ticking over. But I've just seen one of the Klopp quotes there, and he's, he says, um, when you play against a formation like this, you need to be really fresh in the final third, and you need to force it and create angles. The rhythm for that felt fell a little bit short, and it wasn't enough today. And that's pretty much exactly what was wrong. We, we didn't, like you said, the, you were disappointed with the front three. We, uh, Mane did well for me, and I did slightly well, and then Mane, for me, Salah weren't really in the game as much, nearly enough as he, as he should be. And that's that's just maybe he's not fully fit, or but he didn't seem the, the usual salad. The, the electricity went there, but yeah, it was just then we just we we went. It's, it's hard because sometimes you don't want to force it. You don't want to give the ball back to them, but it's just yeah. you need to get on the ball. And like like I said, we were missing Trent. There was that little diagonal balls he plays into feet where he gets on the right hand side and Firmino shows into the, in the hole and he and he whips it into his feet and just little plays like that. We, we were missing that today and. We just we just didn't get on the ball and make that happen quick enough or often enough. No, it's true. So second half comes in and then, like you just said, it was pretty much we had a lot more of the ball early on in that second half, but we still we still just couldn't find the key to a lot to get through to the back line and create some chances. But then obviously he makes the change and uh, Cater and uh, Minamino come on, and we were all glad about it, wasn't we? Because we, we the game was screaming for Naby Keita, wasn't it? And again, you know, no disrespect to the players that were playing that midfield with with Fab Genie and Milner. It was how he set up, and that's what he wanted at the end of the day to to put that stability in. But I think it was crying. The, the game was crying out for the creativity of those two, wasn't it? And you you could see that as soon as they came on. Yeah, I think they both came on together. Then it was Minamino and Keita for Milner and uh, Williams. Gomez shoots the right back for Bino, drops into centre back and. As soon as that happened, you could see like those balls that I said I've just been talking about. The Cater and Minamino were getting into those spaces and trying to play little intricate one twos. Because when you're playing against the flat back ten, pretty much, it's difficult. It doesn't matter who you're playing against the fucking Sunday League team if they've got ten men behind the ball. Those spaces aren't there, and yeah. especially a, a team like I said, and the Arteta, they're starting to put those hard yards in and. Making it difficult for, for for the bigger teams. They showed it last year where they beat us, and then he went on and, and beat City as well. So I kind of expected them to to try and do that, and and they've done it again, pretty much perfectly. Up, up obviously up until until we scored in the, in the last fifteen minutes of the game. Yeah, looking at it, Naby Keita seems to be the type of player that the way he played today, albeit, you know, it was different circumstances and all that sort of stuff and it isn't the official season and all that bollocks, but 
it does look like Naby Keita is probably going to be one of those players who, who's probably going to start more games than he has done in, in the past. It, obviously, if he stays fit. I think Klopp knows now that this is the player that we we wanted and we need. Yeah, and I think there's, there's games like like today, I thought I thought he'd start, to be honest. I thought he'd start ahead of Milner. So that was a bit surprising. But then I, then I thought, well, we need a bit more leadership in there, a bit more maybe energy and like getting into the lads. Because obviously when you miss Hendo, you yeah, you yeah. miss a, ma- a major, major part of our game, which is Henderson getting into the lads and making sure that the, everyone's given 100%. Yeah. So Milner was trying to trying to fill that gap pretty much today. But obviously, he's, he's, and we all know he's a machine, but he's 34 years of age. There's only so much he can do. And uh, yeah, once once he came off and we, we got to some of the, like you said, Naby Keita and Minamino on, we, we did start to turn the screw a little bit. And Keita will be, as long as he touch wood, he stays fit, he's going he's gonna to be a force this season because he's, he's, he's got everything to his game. He's, he started to score a few towards the end of the season and we all know he's got an eye for the pass and mm. boss on the ball dribbling. There's, there's not only he can't do, he's good defensively. Yeah. So it's just a case of his body needs to stay strong and we, we, need, we definitely need to see the the best in Navigator this season because, well, we definitely need them to because if we want to um, keep all of our Premier League title, we're going to need everyone on top form and Navigators are, are going to be a huge part of that, I think. Yeah, absolutely, mate. And it was interesting when Firmino, uh, sorry, when Minamino came on because the, the shape of the side changed and it looked like Firmino had dropped a, a little bit deeper to the number 10 role. But when, when Minamino came on, you know, he'd had a couple of shots um, and then obviously took his goal really, really well, really alert. Um, nice little touch and then obviously uh, slotted it in, in the far uh, corner of the left-hand side of the keeper. Um, I'm just pleased for me he got his goal because he had a couple of, every time he's played for, he's had some really good shots at goal and lucky not to score. Really, really pleased that he's got off the mark now so early on in the, in the season. Yeah, the best thing to happen is for him to get his first, first Liverpool goal. Obviously, he's, 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 still, he's still brand, brand new, really. Like mm. People were writing, like I texted you before, saying people writing them off way too early like like the, the old clock bending like period that players always seems to get he didn't seem to like he got it and he was on the bench the periphery and he was coming in but he, was, he was, seemed to be getting loads of stick for fuck knows what because obviously he's still learning the system and we all know his quality because we played against him twice mm-hmm. I think it was twice against Salzburg and he fucking he was boss so let's hope we can see that Minamino in, in a red shirt this season but when he came on he looks really good, like showing for the ball and in the, in the little gaps, trying to make things happen. And obviously, like you said, took his goal really well. And uh, yeah, let's just hope that's the start of Minamino's proper LFC career. And he can go on and get quite a few goals and assists this season. That's it, mate. It's where we're going to rename Anfield to Kumi's Castle, aren't we? At the, at, by the end of the season, it's going to be really good. <laughs> um, if you've not played Fall Guys yet on the PS4, everybody, jump on that because uh, it's really like Eshi's Castle. It's absolutely brilliant. Um, but yeah, to Kumi's Castle by the end of it, that's what we're going to be doing because it's going to be brilliant for us. Uh, going into the penalties then, Mick, um, it's quite a funny one, isn't it? Because you go into a penalty shootout now with arguably the, the best goalkeeper in the world. And the confidence is, is, is oozing, isn't it? We've not had this confidence since we had Pepe Reina going to the penalty shootout. Um, but the funny thing is, is we haven't seen um, that gorgeous bearded bastard uh, save a penalty for Liverpool yet, uh, which is quite an interesting thing, isn't it, really? So um, he got sent the wrong way a couple of times. Um, but in the day, penalty shootouts are lost. We are. The keeper's got to guess where, where they're going to go. You know, I'm, I'd, I'd always rather have Alisson in goal for a penalty shootout. Um, and again, we've got some great penalty takers, and yeah, okay, we we 
we scored four out of our five exactly like we did last year. Um, it's a lottery and it's a flip of a, it's a flip of a coin. It's who's got the nerves at the end of the day. But one of the things I do want to point out, Mick, and this has been a big talking point, is everyone was crying out for Rian Brewster to have some involvement in this game. He didn't get any involvement until the 92nd minute, and it was obvious that he was being brought on to take a penalty. Now, I've, I've spoken to you about this pre, so I'm, I'm going to get your honest opinion on this now. Where do you stand on bringing Brian, uh, Brian, <laughs> Rian Brewster on on the 92nd minute? Is that a mistake from Klopp by bringing him on and thinking that's added pressure just to bring him on for a penalty? Or, devil's advocate, Klopp would have asked him, do you want to take a penalty? Yes, I do. Right, come on, let's get you on. For me, I'm in the latter. He would have asked Brewster, does he want one? Brian Rian Bruce is a confident striker and from 12 yards you should expect the, the striker to score and albeit it was a fine margin at the bar what, what your, what's your take on it? Yeah I'm, I'm agreeing with you like, I don't think it's a, a mistake if, he, if there's been a genuine conversation between Klopp and Brewster and Brewster and he's asked him do you want to come on for one album he wouldn't have took a pen anyway let's be honest um, I'll put you on and you can you, you can grab a goal in a, pen, in a penalty shootout and, and he said yeah of course I do and then he's got the balls to to step up. I think he was third, wasn't he, to take ours. And he's yeah, he's it, it's hard to criticise because he stepped up to the plate. He's he's took one, and, and unfortunately he's missed. It is a bit difficult, I think, uh, coming on that late and uh, having to take one is a bit difficult because you haven't really you haven't really got into the game. He didn't have time to. It was like a minute, and then the final whistle went, didn't it? Yeah. So we, we didn't have time to have a touch of the ball or get a feel for it, anything. So, it was a difficult one, and if he scores, we wouldn't be having this conversation, but the fact that he's, he's tried to go top cornered and tried to, obviously tried to send the keeper the wrong way and hit it high into the net, and it's just, he's just hit it a bit too hard, it's just one of them, it's just, it goes in, we're, we're all saying he's a genius. Well, exactly, but he, he, he put away a really good penalty against Arsenal in the League Cup at Anfield last year, and that's where the confidence is instilled, Klopp knew he could take a penalty, he's had a really good uh, second half of the season at Swansea, so... Um, yeah, again, I've no hate for that. If you've got the balls to step up uh, in a penalty shootout for for the first team, don't matter, don't matter what circumstances, whether it's the Champions League final or the Community Shield, it really doesn't matter. Fair play to him for having a goal. He didn't obviously he, did he sky it? I don't know. He didn't sky it, Charlie Adams style, twenty twelve League Cup, did it? He hit the bar, so technically he's a little bit of the target. Uh, but mate, you know, fair play to Lab for stepping up, like you just said. It really doesn't matter at the end of the day, and like you just said, we. It's just deja vu all over again. And like you said, we lost the community shield last year and look what look at the season that we had. So um I'd just take a repeat of that. Yeah, it's just one of them. Like I like these touched on at the start. We both we obviously wanted to win the game. We wanted to start off the season with a Yeah, I wanted that. With a be. with a nice little trophy and then crack on. But if it's if come the end of the season we've got the Hendo's doing a shuffle again with another Premier League trophy. He was, he was asked. I'm not. It's just, it's just, it's one of them, and it's, it's a, it's a curtain raiser. It's just one of them things. Like traditionally, it'd be good. It's good to win. Like we haven't, like we touched on in the last pub, we haven't won it since 2006. So it's a good 14 years since we've, since we've won it. But uh, it would have been nice to have it, and it's just, it's, it is just a shame. And and it's, it is sly on Brewster as well, that because you could see them during the last two penalties, he was, he was just praying that one of the fellas missed. Yeah. Unfortunately, it's just someone's got to be the guy who, who misses, and 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 that's that's where the game ends. But it's just one of them. It's just it's just another interesting thing because whether he goes out on loan now after after that, 
Mm. I think uh, obviously touched on Sheffield United are looking at him. I think they want him permanently, but I don't think Klopp's um, to willing willing to do that yet. So it'll be it'll be interesting for him to maybe go out and loan because I don't think he's going to get the the minutes he, he he wants in this team, especially if we keep a Regan like said Firmino, and especially if Minamino could can even fill in as a, a false nine as well, especially with him looking bright in, in that game as well. He can play anywhere, so it's going to be difficult for him to get the minutes. And yeah. I want to play devil's advocate with what you've just said there, uh, because obviously on the Copyright Podcast we're not um, totally biased towards the team. We don't, you know, we're not uh, kissing the ass of the team all the time. We do want to play devil's advocate sometimes. I do want to ask those questions that a lot of Liverpool fans are asking at the minute. When you saw the lineup, just to sum everything up, you saw the lineup starting right, then you saw the bench. There's a lot of young people on that bench. Um, there's people that are crying out for us to add squad depth to it. I know we've covered this on the last couple of shows anyway, but based on the traditional curtain rays of the Community Shield, is there any part of you now that is still worried and you think that before the transfer deadline in October we might need to add somebody else to the squad? I don't think so. I don't think... We didn't have... Obviously, we didn't have Trent. We didn't have Hendo. We didn't have Matip. We didn't have Uh, Tago. We didn't have Messi. (laughs) Well, like I just mentioned, there's three who... Could well Trent and Trent and Hendo are first team as Matip is probably our is is, is now our backup to, to Gomez because he seems to get injured quite a bit so Gomez is probably just ahead of them now. Yeah. That, but no, like it was nice to see Cometio on the bench as well. And nice little experience for him to be on the bench like seventeen-year-old kid. So that was good for his development as well mm. to, to get that experience in his locker. I don't think we need any. If we like, I touched on the last one. If we need if we. It's going to happen, it's going to happen. I don't think there's going to be fucking shit line on Twitter, isn't he? Going, oh, we de- after this, we definitely need we definitely need reinforcements because we've lost on pens in the fucking charity shield. That's but, it, and it's just calmed down a little bit at the end of the day. I think a lot of people, obviously, they really want to win a trophy, like you've said before. It doesn't matter whether people don't like losing. Not, no one likes losing, fucking hell. It's a, it's a, it's a God's honest truth, though, is that nobody likes losing. But at the end of the day, we've got to think about the bigger picture, haven't we, really? I mean, we would have loved to win this trophy. I wanted to win it. I'm sat here disappointed. I'll have a few more pints to drown my sorrows later because I am bothered about this charity shield. I'm bothered about every single game that Liverpool play. I don't want to lose any game, and especially when there's a trophy at stake and something to lift and have some photographs and people to get experience and winning things as well. And uh, yeah. Like I said, mate, let's just see what happens between now um, and, and, and October if we do get some reinforcements. I, again, I'd like to see extra people added to the squad because it's always good to add those extra bodies who, who, who can add something. I don't want to add, add a player for the sake of adding a new name and selling a shirt and that sort of stuff. If, if What's that player called again? Remind me. What's <laughs> oh. I always forget his name. You know. I play with him on FIFA. He's really good. What, what is it? <laughs> I've got him in the ultimate team. Have you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Thiago, that's the one. That's the one. <laughs> Hang on, hasn't he just signed for Chelsea? I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> talking about. Um, listen, if we add that player, then fine, that's great. If we don't, then I still trust in the manager and trust in what we've got to do. Um, and, and I still think we've got the ability to fight for this Premier League title because at the end of the day, we've got a fantastic team, haven't we? So let's not be too disappointed about the community shield loss, eh? Yeah, if, if anything as well. We've got the midfield area is where we're most stacked as well. Like if we bring Tiago in, yeah, that'll be boss. But we've got one Alden, we've got Milner, we've got Hendo, we've got Ox, we've got Cater, we've got Minamino. 
there's fucking there's only three spaces in there. Like it's admin and Mino and Cater could play as a as a makeshift left winger or left forward or whatever you want to call it. But then, we've got, got we loads of that. The Ox has his injury problems when yeah. Al hasn't signed his contract, mate. There's a lot of questions at the minute. And that for me that's a worry because you know, in the nineties and the two thousands, there's plenty of times where we went into a new season with question marks over certain players' future, who's coming, who's going. And the one time you don't want those question marks is when you're champions and you want to retain your title. You want to go in with a fresh and and everyone's sort and everyone's mentality is there. There's been bullshit today about Sadio Mane linking up with Ronald Koeman and, and his relationship with Klopp. And you just think, for fuck's sake, I can't be asked for this shit two, two weeks before the season begins. No, that, the Mane shit, the Mane stuff's got to be bullshit, surely. The Wan Aldum stuff, obviously, he's got a, he's got a contract until next summer. If he leaves before October, then Klopp will definitely get someone in as a replacement. Like that's just that's just the way it is. And like Klopp said today, I think it was today or maybe yesterday, like he wants to build a team that are like reinforced by like what we've already got. Like he's not he's not going to go out and buy a name or a player just for the sake of it if he doesn't feel like it's going to improve the squad. Like we've got we've just won them, got ninety nine points in the league. We. Obviously, we got knocked out of the Champions League, but on another day with another keeper in the goal, in the net, we get to the get to the final probably and maybe win it. After watching the Bayern Munich and PSG game, that we definitely would have had a chance against either of those two. Mm. But it's just, it's just, yeah. If it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. It's the same old shit we keep saying, and it's a bit. It's done always like a bit of a cliche, but and I know what you mean. Like you don't want to, you don't want to seem to be like stagnated. But we've we have brought we have brought in Simicas who. From what I've seen so far in pre-season, he looks like a really good addition. I want to find him at something. You tell you, you love him already, don't you? I'm going to have, yeah. For Christmas, I'm buying you his shirt. <laughs> I'm going to get it signed for you as well. Oh, boss. No, no, I, I like him. Like he's, what is he, 24? So he's, he's got time. He's, he's still pretty yeah. young. And, yeah. and if, if we, if, like we said, we we needed someone on that left side if, if, um, if Robertson gets injured or whatever, and Robertson and Trent literally play it in pretty much every game, especially like the cup games. Having Simicast in there, it's not much of a downgrade. Obviously, Robertson for me, Robertson's the best in the world, but Simicast is definitely up and coming in in regards to like being being a creative left back and being um, definitely first team quality. So he'll he'll push Robertson all the way, and yeah, I think he's a, definitely a good addition anyway. And but not having Milner there, and even though he's he's an absolute machine, like I just said. Not having a 34-year-old machine at left-back who's a, actually a right-footer who always cuts back is a big thing because especially when you have Milner there, if you have Milner left-back and Mane ahead of him, it just doesn't click. Mane needs like a left-footed player on that side and when, when obviously Milner's in there, it's a lot different. So now, Simicast, great addition. If we get fucking... What's his name? Is it Thiago? Yeah, yeah. If we get him in... I that last... That European champion, what's his name? Don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's just yeah, it's just one of them. I don't know. It's I feel like I'm just repeating myself now. So go ahead, lad. Let's let's wrap it up. Should we wrap it up? The- <laughs> I'm going to carry on with my beers. I've got a few left in the pump. Make you carry on with them cans of diet coke. Uh, I probably won't watch the highlights. Mick will watch the highlights. But guys, we want you to let us uh, know on your thoughts on the comment in the comments below. How do you think the Charity Shield went? Are you still bothered that we lost? You know, it's a chore for the end of the day, but let us know how you're feeling going into the, the, the new season. Uh, let us know if you think we do need to add to the squad based on that performance from, from the lads, or is it, you know, just a little bit of a, uh, 
Are they still hungover from being uh, champions of everything? But we shall soon see. That was back to the match. I'm Jay Pearson. That is Mick Moran. And we will see you next time. Sports Social Podcast Network.